Okay, so the Gemara. Hamocher Sadeu Bishat Yovel. Somebody who's uh, selling his field during the Yovel season. Eino Goel. Um, so he said that uh, uh, he cannot redeem it. Is not what it said. Looked on it. It doesn't say Eino Goel. He does not buy it, buy it back. Because as we know, it's a buyback right. Whenever you sell a field, you have a you know you have a clause that you can at any point in time give the money of its re, you know remaining value to Liovo and get it back. It doesn't say Eino Goel though for the first years. It says Ela Eino Mutar Legal. Terminology is that it's not permitted to redeem, which tells us a very interesting thing. Alma Kasavar Isura Namiika, which tells us that there's actually a prohibition involved, which is interesting. Even to shake the money, you know, like to entice the person to want to buy, you know, like saying, Yo, wouldn't you like some cash? And, you, you know, you're shaking it to like, to entice him to sell it back to you. That's also Asur. That's what it's saying. In other words, there's a prohibition that you must let him have it for those two years. And not only the seller, the Koiba, say that he gets this assay. He has to sell it to you for at least two years. Even the buyer, who you might say, well, what's the buyer's problem? No. For years you shall acquire, and it has to be at least two years. Years means plural, two years. The buyer cannot get out of it too? Exactly. It's locked in for the first, for at least two years. That's what he's saying. That, and he cannot... So you know what I you know I see I'm not even though both want to get it's exactly what it is. For at least two years we gotta right let it let it go. Okay, which tells us okay. So itmar we have here machlokes amaraim, and we actually had alluded to this earlier in the gemara. Okay, hamocher so debushas yovel. What if you sell a field on the yovel year? Abshas yovel atzma actual yovel. Okay, so rav amar mechurai. Sold, so it's a good sale, but of course he loses it. So, uh, which basically means um, he's out his money. Okay, he gave you. He said, oh, "Thank you very much. You bought the field, and now, boom, it comes right back to me because it's Yovel. So, thank you. That was. A, I'm very happy to have sold it to you." Shmuel says that the sale does not even take effect whatsoever. Okay. Meaning it's a zero. Okay, now my time at the Shmuel, why does Shmuel say that it's nothing? This is the logic that we saw earlier. Kalvachomer, it's all the more so. If something was sold already, so it goes out of his hands. Meaning if I sold it already before the Oval comes the Oval, I get it back. So, if it has not yet been sold, it should surely not be able to be sold. You understand? But how can Rav say Mechorav yourself? Because you have, still have to wait two years. We just discussed, discussed that for Okay, well, one second. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, one second. You're a good question. That's a fair question. You're asking what about the two-year law? Yeah, I mean, this, this ties you down. Yeah, but it is Yovel. It is Yovel, after all. You can't Yovel, keep it. What is yeah. comes first? Yeah, I mean, it's specifically which law? I okay. So anyway, he just said, okay. Let's one step at a time. So okay. Shmuel, so Shmuel, we understand okay. he has a kalvachomer. So the Gemara says, wait a second. Well, the Rav lo amir kalvachomer kegavna. What Rav wouldn't say that this should be a kalvachomer too? I know that Rav also holds of such kalvachomers. Why? But Tanya the Bryce says yochol yimkor adam is bitukshinayra. 
You might think that a person could sell his daughter when she's a Naira, when she's above the age of 12, even before the age of 12 and a half. Amrit Kavachomer, but it's a Kavachomer. Omamachura, Kvar, if she was already been sold before she had 12, Yotza, she goes out at 12. Actually, if she ain't a Machur, now that she's not sold, so ain't a Dejel Timchur. And that's something that everybody agrees to, even Rav. So how could Rav argue on this? So Gmar says that's a different story. Hasam lo Hadram is Davna. Over there, it's no longer able to be sold, period. It's finished, okay? When you sell your daughter once, that's the end of that, uh, that's a one-time, a one-time, one-trick pony. That's the one thing you could do. You know, it's a, it's a, you used it, you, lo- you lost that opportunity anymore. So it's never going to be able to be resold. Over here, it's just during this Yovel period that you're not allowed to sell, or that it goes back to you. Can I sell it after Yovel to the next you know, for the next round? Yeah, I could. So since it has the ability to be resold, so therefore maybe I could sell it on Yovel as well. That's really what we're saying. The land, not your daughter. The land, the land. No, the daughter is out. But that's what he says. Therefore, by the daughter, he applied that logic. But by land, since I'm but gonna even, have the ability to resell it eventually, have, so maybe it's not the same thing. But even a daughter can apply that logic because you said if you sold the one, you can sell it again. But who said he sold in the first place when she was under 12 and I have? I sold the first time after she's 12 and I have. No, 12, same. 12. We no, we said it. Okay. One second, let's slow down. But there's a Kalvachomer. What's the Kalvachomer? Kalvachomer is, is that if somebody's been already sold and it's already in the other guy's hands, it comes back to, to her freedom as soon as she hits 12. Right. So the sale's invalidated. So surely, if it invalidates of a pre existing sale, it should withhold a sale from taking effect now. That's that right. logic the, is, is, to, is so sound, plan. even Rav agrees to that logic. <laughs> he says, but that's not the same thing as by a field. Why? Because a field, it's true that what's been sold before comes back to me on Yovel, but I'm still going to have an opportunity to sell after Yovel yeah. for the next uh, 50 years, right? So therefore, that, that, that shows that, that, that the ability to sell still remains, and therefore, it's not a proof just because what was sold before Yovel comes back to me on Yovel doesn't mean that I can't sell now on Yovel. Okay, that's exactly what he's saying. Okay, so the Gemara says, all right, we'll see more about it now. Basically, we have a cash on this question. Acher Yovel Shonim Tikne. Okay. After Yovel, uh, the years you shall purchase. What does that mean? Um, that tells you that even very close to Yovel you can sell the property where it's going to be in the hands of the buyer for quite some time right um, how do I know if it's been a long time since last Yovel that I'm also allowed to sell according to the many years or according to the few years now that's the close to Yovel, right after, or far away from Yovel, both are valid sales. Now, but what about an actual Yovel year? You cannot sell. And if you do, it's not even a sale. So, how is Rav going to answer this? This is basically a black and white telling us that Rav's wrong, that you cannot sell on Yovel the field. So, I'm like, Rav, Rav will tell you, what does that mean? That sale of saying, you hear how it addresses your question? When, it, the, when this quote is saying there's no sale on Yovel, it means there's no sale in the sense 
that it's a that the sale is gonna be at least for two years. It is sold, and then it goes right back. The field bounces right back to the owner. So the Gemara says, um, that's also strange. Why, if you're telling me the sale is working, and it is a valid sale, so why isn't it stayed by the buyer? And then after the Ovel, he should get it for another two, for two years, and he should at least have his two years. Again, it's your question, Yuta. Mm-hmm. And then I'll give it back. So Gemara says, Milo Tanya, didn't we learn in the Brisa, if he got one year in before Yovel, amazing Chiddush. Even though Yovel makes it go back, but he didn't get his two years. So what's Allah? We give him that second year after the Yovel. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So in other words, even though Yovel makes it that he gets, he still never got his two years in, so we'll give him his second year after Yovel, and then it'll go right back to me. So in other words, Yovel's working that I get it back without having to redeem it, but he still got it, we're still guaranteeing him his second year. So the Gemara says that's very different. There, it was given over for eating. Over here, the sale was on Yovel, so it didn't have even any start of eating, so that's a different story. Okay, Amravanan. So Ravanan says, We learned from Shmuel Tarti. I learned from him two interesting halachos. Number one, Chodach. Here is one of the halachos that I learned that basically the sale of the is like a non sale, no effect. And there was another din. Somebody sells a slave to a Gentile. Oh, or outside of Israel, yet it goes out free. Okay. Now, Chada Hadrizvini, and one of them, the sale was reversed. And the other one, the sale was not reversed. And I'm not sure which one is it. So I know Shmuel said to Allahas, and in one of those Allahas he said that, that the case is reversed, and the other one he says the sale rever- reverses. We basically undo the sale, and the other one he says the sale is valid and the money's. Go on. I mean, you know, so the, uh, the question is, um, which one is which of these two halachos? Um, let's analyze. The fact that it says in the Brisa, somebody who sells a slave outside of Israel, he goes out free. And what? And the second owner needs to write a writ of freedom. Shmami, know what does that show you? Mid the kari lisheni rabbo. The fact that the second owner is called master, That means that that sale was actually a valid sale, just that he has to free his slave. And by us, what Shmuel is saying is, in a it's not sold at all. On most chosrin, you give back, you give him back his money. For Rabbanon, the reason why Rabbanon didn't know this, he had the question, is Baisa Lushmili? He never had this access to this price. He didn't know this price. Huh? It's okay. Uh, not, not everybody had access to all the prices, apparently. So that was why he didn't answer like Rav Yosef. Now, Baris asking on Shmuel, Udishmuel, Mimaydin, Mechura, Omos Chosrin, how do you know that, where did he get the idea that it's not a sale by the case of the land that was sold on Yovel? And uh, the money goes back. Most Dilma, Maybe no sale, but the money 
I, everyone knows that I can't sell a field on, on Yobel. Maybe it's just a way of him giving a gift. It's a gift. Why is it no, any different when somebody marries his sister, right? And we, we learned this in Kiddushan, right? Somebody marries his sister. I think it was in Kiddushan. I don't know if it, it's been a while. But anyway, somebody marries his sister, Rav Amar Moschoser, and he says the money reverses. It's, not, it's a non, it's a nothing. He says over there by the sister that it's a gift. It's understood. No, everyone knows it's not a real marriage, but it's like a nice way to give a gift. Like, you know, like uh, if I could, I would marry you. And I, you know, that's, what, that's what he's saying. And therefore, and he means that she should have the gift of whatever he's giving. So I'm allowed by the Rav Yosef, by sister Rav Yosef. Oh, so that's the kasha. Somebody by the Rav Yosef, my chazes the kansina lelokoyach. I don't understand another question. Why is it that we picking on the buyer over here? Okay, who we're saying the money goes through, and uh, and the buyer's out his money, right? Nick and the say lemocher. Why don't we? Um, why don't we make the seller be the one who loses out? Okay. Samalei, lav achbraganov elachuraganov. Okay, it's not the rat that's the thief; it's the hole that he could hide the cheese because he can't get it. You know, if he didn't have a place where to hide what he stole, then there wouldn't be any stealing. Okay, so in other words, he needs a hiding place. So exactly the same thing. That's talking about the case of the slave. Why are we punishing the slave, the slave buyer, because he's the one that's making the market, okay? So the Gemara says, um, yeah, very nice, but he love Akhbra Khuru Minali. I mean, obviously, is an expression, it takes two to tango, and before, mm-hmm, if yeah. there's no buy, it takes two to make a sale, if right? Has, if he doesn't offer it, there'll be no sale. Right, exactly. So, you got, you know, why you, it still doesn't make sense. The Gemara says, Mistavra, Hecha the Isli Sura, can see that. Where the Isser is, is where the Kanas is. So who has the slave outside of Israel that was in Israel and took him out? Who has, you know, that was the one who was the one who's penalized. So that's why he has to give up the slave even though he paid the money. And that's the story. We didn't really answer. We didn't answer the question about why the one on the Shemitah. Why, why is Shemitah, the why is Shemitah does not say that it goes as a gift? He just doesn't say that. Um... Anyway, so that's the story. Okay, brings us to the next thing. We said that if it was year that it was a, a wa, there was no ability to plant, that year doesn't count. You're granted another year. So and then we talked about that if he left it fallow, it's on him. If he plowed it, it's on him. So the question is, if a year that I did nothing counts, if I plowed it, well, of course it should count. I even did something. Okay, so my answer is Neiri Strichale. There's a chiddush in Neiri in plowing. Because I'll get that point. I might have thought Amrinon. Maybe we'll say Amrinale Havleit May Belasik. At least pay for the work that he did do. In other words, I understand is uh, there's two years and he should have planted, but he didn't plant. But he plowed it. Plowing has a value, right? There's like half the work is already done. So at least you should have to pay the guy for that. Mm-hmm. The, the work that he did. Kamashman, that it's not his problem. Okay. Rebbe Eliezer, Amar Machralo. Rebbe Eliezer in the Mishnah said that, uh, that he, if he sold it before Rosh Hashanah and it has fruits, 
he gets three three seasons out of it. Okay. Can you, what does yeah. that mean if he if the land is not usable? There's no he can't plant for whatever reason. So he said either Shemitah, that it was a Shemitah year, so he can't plant it. Right. So he's entitled. He's entitled to gets two productive added, years. Gets an added. Gets an added. We, but I. But, Listen, I, I have to buy it back. I, if, if I don't buy it back, he gets it all the way to Yovel. But it, it, um, there's a, there, I, I need to at least let him have two productive years, before, at least potentially productive years, before I force him to sell it back to me. That's what we're talking about. Okay? I have always a, a buyback option, but there's a term limit. I cannot buy it back within the first two years, and those two years have to be at least productive years. So if there was a year where there was like I don't know no, some a drought, a drought there was nothing growing, mm-hmm. so then he's that year doesn't count as towards his two years and he's guaranteed, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. So I cannot buy back until after the third year. Okay. From the date of sale, right? <clears throat> From the date of sale, right? Now sometimes it could be even three seasons if I get left him for laden with fruit. Now Tanya, Omer <laughs> You, you as the seller can't tell him, look, I said I'll guarantee you two years, but look, I left you ready to ready harvest. I gave you a, a, a crop ready to roll. All you needed to do is just take it in. It doesn't count. So, uh, so at least leave, you know, give, give me back what I, the way I gave it to you. You know what I'm saying? So I'll give it to you for two years, but I want a laden one that I can also get an easy harvest in. Because it's two years, and it's two years, meaning he's entitled to at least two seasons, and that's uh, and even as many, even more than that. So that's the source, and that's why, um, too bad on you, if he wants to maximize his gain over those two years, that is entirely within his prerogative. Okay. Brings us to the new Mishnah. So here's a story. I, I own my property. I sell it to a gentleman for a hundred. Okay. And then the property was more, you know, went up in value. And he sold it to the next guy for two hundred. That's not my problem. Okay. I calculate with the, with the, the hundred that I, mm-hmm. you know, that I, I negotiated with. I sold it to my, he's my man, I sold it to him for 100. So I go straight to him and I said, look, I owe you 100 divided by the 50 years, whatever it is, that's the amount that we agreed on per year till the oval. I'm gonna pay you back this amount and uh, you have to accept it, okay? Shanemar li'isha shemokhalo, says to the man you sold it to. Now, what about this case? He sold to the first guy for 200. Allah recently shaded the money. He saw that this guy, he thought, you know, you know, he had the idea that maybe farming is a good, good field. And then he realized it's lousy. So he says, oh, I'll sell it to the next guy. And I take a loss on it, you know, whatever. So I made it, I sold it, at least I'll recoup some of my losses, right? So now he sold it for 100. So what's Allah? Right? Um, so, so the guy's given the benefit of saying, I don't want to deal with the guy who I sold it to. I'll deal directly with the person who bought it off of him at the discount. And I say, look, you bought it for 100 That means you got this amount of a price per year. And that's already, here's the money for that. So in other words, I get the discount in buying it back in the advantage in either way. Okay? 
You calculate the years of sale and you return the overage, the difference. To the man, to the man that's in it. Okay, so um, now you follow. So I could go to my favor um, as the as the seller. Whichever one, right? In this case, I think I want to deal with the second guy. In the first case, I'd rather deal with the first guy, and that's all good. Now, what's what? There's an interesting Allah here. What you're not allowed to do, though, when redeeming your field, is you're not allowed to. In order to redeem it, I'm selling my faraway field, which gives me money, and now with the money that I got from the faraway field, I can redeem back my uh, closer field. That I'm not allowed to do. Okay. I cannot sell the worst field and then with the proceeds buy back the nicer field. And I cannot borrow money to redeem my property. Um, and I cannot redeem my property halfway. I have to have the full money to redeem my whole property if I want it back. Okay, And it has to be new money. It can't be money that I just transferred from you know, from one property to another. Okay. Over hektish, motor But all that would be allowed in hektish. So in other words, when I make something hektish, so then even if I don't have the money, even if I have another property that I have to sell to get the money to redeem the hektish, that we, we, it's irrelevant. However, I get the money, even if I have to borrow the money to pay hektish, I am fully legal to do so. And this is an interesting stringency that exists in the regular, between a regular person sale and a donation to Hegdish. Donations to Hegdish, of course, Hegdish just wants the money. They're really not interested in the land anyway. So whatever way we can make you get the, get the money to Hegdish, the Hegdish is happy with that arrangement. So if you have to borrow the money, they're fine with that. So you pay that guy back. Okay? It's not their problem. So the bottom line is that you can borrow the money to give the Hegdish, but you can't borrow money to, to redeem the land. To redeem. No, in both cases, they're redeemed. Yeah. But one is, I, a land that I sold to a fellow man, I need to have acquired new money to, to buy it back. It can, and I can't even borrow the money to buy it, to buy it back. But land that I made Hegdish, and now I want to redeem it away from Hegdish, I uh, can use any money I can get my hands on. It's irrelevant how I got that money. Obviously, you shouldn't steal it, but that's the point, okay? All right. Brings us to the Gemara. Tanar Rabban and the Rabbis learn Machra Lurishon Bimana, O Machra Lurishon the Shane Bimasayim, Minayin Shane Machajavalam Rishon. How do you know that he has the prerogative to deal with just the first guy to his advantage? Tamlomar Lurishon, Sher Machar Lo. Now, Machra Lurishon Bimasayim, Machra Lurishon the Shane Bimana, Minayin Shane Machajavan El Mashani to his advantage. Tamlomar Lurishon. To the man who's in the land. Okay? Meaning, if that's what's suitable for me. Divrei Rebbe, that's Rebbe's Shita. Now, Rebbe Destoy ben Yehuda Omer, Machra lo bimane vishbicha, if you sold it to the guy for a hundred, and vishbicha, and he improved it. V'am dom asemi now it's worth two hundred, menayin shenu mechashva l'mana, and say that, well, that already increased in value, now it's worth two hundred, how do I know that I work with only a hundred? You give back the overage. Whatever is extra is in your hand. Okay? Meaning from the initial sale. Now, what if he sold it for 200 and then went down in value? 
From the money now it's worth only hundred. How do I know I get to deal with hundred? What's extra in the land? So in other words, I could go by the extra in the land or the extra in my hand. Okay, so that's interesting. To whatever is my advantage. Now, these two sources are really saying the same exact thing. If you didn't realize, Rabbi's opinion and Rabbi Dustai are coming to the same conclusion that it's always to the advantage of the seller. So the question is, my benai, what's the difference? The answer is this case: the hiker resolved hiker. It was high, high in value when he sold it. It in the interim went down for a period of time in the middle, and then it bounced back up, and now it's worth back to the original price. So that is where Rabbi would say that you only deal with either the before or the after, but it doesn't, the middle down dip doesn't help you. And according to Reb Yuta, even a down dip would be, um, oh, actually, um, make sure I got it right. Um, I take it back. Rashi says that it's the other way around, that the, according to Reb you give 200 because uh, the extra that's in your hands is 200. And uh, what's in the land is now. So in other words, there is no interim. As opposed to according to Rebbe, um, you will give it to um, the lower price even though it went up in value afterwards. Okay. Brings us to the next thing. Okay, so the Gemara says, How do you know that we go in the lenient way? And maybe, right, maybe we should go in the more stringent stance. That's the question. The Gemara says, Don't think so. We learn it from the Allah of Eved Ivri. Okay, how do you know by Eved Ivri that that is the case? The Tanya, as the Bible says, Nimkar. Uh, meaning what, what, a Jewish slave. What's Allah by a Jewish slave? The Tanya we learned in a brisa. If you sold, if the sold if the slave was sold for hundred, and then he went up in value. Um, now he's worth two hundred. He increased in value. How do you know that the slave who wants to buy back his freedom can deal with the original purchase price? Because it goes by the purchase price. Nimkar, but Masem, if we sold this 100, and then he went down in value of Haman al now he's worth only 100. With the lower price, according to the years, meaning including, you know, taking into account his discounted value. Maybe that's only a Jewish slave who sold to a Gentile because we're trying to maximize the ability to get it out, make it easier to get it out of the Gentile's hands. Shenigal. Um, that he's redeemed, and we give him the advantage. How do you know when it's a, to a fellow Jew that we give the slave the advantage? Um, so the Gemara says, in both cases, whether it was sold to a Gentile or to a Jew, so therefore we make a connection, and if to a Gentile that the leniency is to the, 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 the benefit is to the slave, so to here it's the benefit is to the slave. And that leads us to an interesting um, sort of side thing. Not the side thing, but interesting opinion. Amar Bai, Bai says, Hareini, he was feeling high on himself. So he said, I'm feeling sharp today. I know, I was a good cup of coffee. 
Anybody wants to ask me a question, I'll handle it. Okay, you're not going to stump me today. Okay, so of course that was inviting mm-hmm. questions yeah. and uh, challenges. <laughs> and uh, listen, okay, here's it. Tamerle Elmer Bonus. One of the rabbis said, "Labai Tabai Ikel Midrashinu Lukula Ikel Midrashinu Lachomer." This slave case, you could go both ways. You could take it le- leniency or stringency. Okay? Uh, maybe the comparison is by the slave. Okay? So what do you answer? No, it can't be that we're being strict on the slave, the Jewish slave. Look how lenient we are to this slave. A Jewish slave is treated like royalty. As the Baisa says, famous I think, it should be good for him with you. What does that mean? He eats with you, he drinks with you. Don't, it's not that you're eating the French bread. And he has to eat the pumpernickel. Okay, nowadays it's the other way around, but I'm saying. Paras kibber is like the dark bread, you know, the low class bread. It doesn't taste as good. Hard tack, whatever. You're taking the, uh, I don't know, Bujale wine, and he's stuck with the kedem. You have the down pillow, and he gets the floor. And therefore, it's got to always be on par with you. So if you have a, uh, the most comfortable bed, he has to have the most comfortable. If you're drinking the aged wine, then he has to drink the aged wine. If you're eating steaks, he's eating steaks. It's, that's how it goes. This is what the rabbis say. When somebody buys a slave, it's like you're buying yourself a master because you're treating them equal to you. Now, why is that a master? So the answer is, is that, because, I don't know if you remember, but it's basically the idea is that let's say I only have one down pillow in the house. So if I sleep on it, it'll be unequal to him. <laughs> so, um, so what am I going to do? Say, okay, we'll both sleep without a pillow. That's my, that's mita sedom. I'm anyway not able to benefit. I might as well let him benefit. Okay. So therefore, it's like he gets the, he gets the head. You understand? What about your he wife? Get, he, <laughs> he gets, gets the, the head. He gets the priority. Well, because then it, because it reverses to meet, right. it reverts to mita sedom. It's ah. like a sedom attribute. Is that oh, if I can't benefit, well, he can't benefit. You know, it's like no, you mm-hmm. if you can't benefit because, because that would be, make it unequal to him because mm-hmm. of the puzzle. So then, why shouldn't I give him the pillow? I have to. But you could say you take it to me. Give it to your money. child. Oh, I don't know. Your wife. <laughs> You can give it to your wife or your child? Is that the same thing as you? So it's a advantage to be a slave. I don't know. I don't it's think so. What? Your wife is like a slave. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a three of them are in what? It's a three of them are in the bed. It's a three of them are in the bed. It's a three of them are in the bed. It's a three of them are in the bed. It's a three of them are in the bed. It's a three of them are in the bed. It's a three of them are in the if you have a choice of understanding in a lenient stance or a stringent, it's going to take it the lenient way. So in case that case, that if you need to be to redeem himself, he has to pay the higher price too. No, no, the lenient price. I mean, well, logic. No, 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 no. I mean, the owner wants him to pay the lenient price because you don't get rid of him. But the slave, you know, he's living in Ghana. No, 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 no. The, the the time out, time out, time out. You know, you're misunderstanding. We're talking about the, you. No, you, you're trying to. Flip. Let clarify. We're talking about where the slave wants to buy his freedom. That's How much right. does he pay? 
So obviously. you're telling me the slave wants to pay a higher price? Well, obviously not, you know. So what are you but, talking about? We're looking the, to the slave's the advantage. The owner might make him pay the higher price because look, you literally got Eden over here. You have to go But that's the, the point. The fact of the matter is, is that the person is, is, is that we look to the advantage of the slave. So what's going to be the advantage of the slave to get the lower price? To fr- that's buy his man. freedom. That's, that's, man. that's his advantage. Yeah. So that's there you that. go. Okay? You but understand? why don't you look at the other side? Look at the owner side. The owner wants to get rid of it. All right. The owner wants to get rid of it. He just like, right. Okay. He wants his pillow back. Told me to warn you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe whatever you can. Add the rabbi. He tells the slave, get out there on the part of that field. Say, 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 let me finish my coffee. Okay. Okay. I'll get to that. Add the rabbi. Nachmar alei. Uh, let's be strict on the slave. Why should we be strict on the slave? Oh. Like Rabbi Yosef Rechanina says, Rabbi Yosef Rechanina, come and see how strict the minor prohibitions of Shemitah are. Adam knows, person was doing business with the fruits of Shemitah. He wasn't planting, he wasn't growing. These are fruits that grow by themselves. And he said, look, I'll make a couple of bucks, which is not allowed, okay? But it's not the Iker Isser of Shviyas. Lesof, in the end, Mocher is Metatalov, he's going to end up, from doing that transgression, he's going to end up having to sell off his assets. His business is going to be bad. Shene'amar, Bishnasi, Ovalazos, Teshuvu, Ishalachuzaso. Kayuchsiv, right afterwards, what does it say? Vachitim Krumim, Kerlam Yisachim, you sell something to your friend. So what do you see? You're going to have to start selling things. Now, we're talking about portable objects. Now, if he didn't realize that God is giving him a message, a lot of times we're obtuse, we don't get the message. Right? So he's going to start selling his fields. At that juncture, it's inevitable. So he's going to have to end up selling his house. Now, why do we switch expressions? Should say Stick to the same expression. The answer is there's an indicate there's a I have important Allah here. says Once a person does an avera, repeats the avera, hutralo. It's like it becomes permitted. Hutralo What do you mean it's permitted? In his mind, it's permitted. So what does that tell you? Um, it tells you that uh, it, 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 in your mind, it's, uh, it, it, that, that basically once you do the sin more than once, it becomes your, your custom to it and you doesn't, don't feel guilty anymore about it. So that's why after the first time you could still do tshuva, but once you keep doing it, that's when it's worrisome. And it'll continue. If it doesn't, I mean, eventually... Uh, it's not. It's going to be inevitable, right? He's going to sell his daughter. He's going to sell his daughter as an alma. Now, the truth is that's not written in this parsha. But Vavil gav debito by inyana lesa doesn't mention anything about a daughter here. But nicha leinish to lizvin barte. It's always better for a person, better to sell your daughter for lizvin than to rent, to borrow money with interest, which is the other option. Why is it better to sell your daughter than to borrow with interest? Of course, 
I never met anybody who sold their daughter, but everybody has a mortgage on their house, so I don't know what's the difference. But anyway, the point being is, is that logic, though, if you're going straight logic, there's a, that's a self-paying uh, loan, you understand? Which are the best kind of loans. Because I, 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 she, every year of service, pays back the debt, and I still have my money. Okay, and I get her back at the end, right? So the so the difference is, he lost a migra vazla. She goes down in cost, and she goes out. And by interest, every year there's more interest building and building. Uh, eventually, the social mocher satsum is going to end up having to sell himself. I just want to finish this piece. Not you and not to the ger. Not even a, a righteous convert, a ger toshev. But I'm talking about a ger toshev who is not even Jewish. He's just a Noahide, basically. Mishpachas ger. What is that? Family of the ger. That's the ger's relative. You know, non-Jewish relatives. They overcome. That's the the idolater. What is the This is the guy who's selling himself so much that he ends up being, this is like the lowest position, that he ends up being the servant who's working in the, uh, you know, in the house of idolatry. Now, so therefore he's saying, you see how bad we, this evidently is, so maybe we should sock it to him and make it harder for him to redeem himself. Some relay, so Rabbi told him back. Ha'hadrei kra the pasuk put him back into the fold. The Tanah the Rebbe the school of Rebbe Shmuel teaches. Once he already went so low that he sold himself as a to a gentile to an idolatry. Maybe we should throw stones after the guy falling, meaning hit the guy when he's down and make it uh, and not redeem him. Tamalomer, uh, that's why it says in the pasuk. Lo, he should have a redemption. So um, we try and redeem him. So Gemara says, Maybe it's only by idolaters. Maybe. Um, so uh, the question is that maybe we should be strict on this person. Okay. So I'm Rav Nachman Yitzchak. Siv, this is the real answer. Kiim od rabos bashanim, oksiv imad nisha bashanim. Chiesh ashanim rubos, vishan mudatos. What does it mean? There's many, a lot in the year or less in the year? Do you, is there, are there many years of many, years of few? El and Israba Kaspo, if his value went up, Mikasim Mignasi, you go by the purchase. Nismaid Kaspo, Kvishanov, it goes by. Um, it goes by the years. All right, you know what? I guess uh, we're already past the time. We'll stop over here. The aim is already a little bit of a stop. We'll continue with this tomorrow, but definitely closer. Okay.